Hey guys, Bob here. I uh, figured I'd let you know this episode has a bit of an issue. I know, I know, they all do. But this one in particular, what happened was I got Fran a new mic. She's no longer using a gaming headset. But we haven't fully functionalized its setup yet. So there's this loud background noise like this. Yeah, that's not nice, is it? That's very not nice. So, we're going to be working on that. Hopefully, it'll be fixed by the next recording. Until then, I'm trying to edit it all out when it happens, but when she speaks, I can't get rid of that. So, bear with it. Uh, apologies of that, and enjoy the episode. Brandon, uh, on Saturday, when he walked into the door, he's like, I walked oh, yeah, into the he door. Heard, he told me, he's like, I heard Bob. Yeah, he's like, I heard a loud Southern guy, and I thought, that must be Bob. Well, that fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> I started laughing. Oh, shit. Oh, I still can't believe he's, oh, he's in prison. I'm That's so gone. sad. I think I might just make a bog standard wizard. Just say, fuck it. I'm just... I'm just... Make something different, interesting, something else you've been wanting to try. I don't know. I liked Dan. I had a figure for Dan. Yeah, Dan does sound really... He was really awesome, really funny. Fuck, he just ran screaming into it, too. It was... I just can't believe how perfect I know. I seriously thought... When I was telling people about it, I was like, man, that's a dick move doing that on the first session, basically killing your characters. Like, but you don't get it. He created, like, the everything was there. Dan just ran into it. He, all that shit was already Exactly. It was a pre-planned was thing. The only thing he did was roll two fucking 19s in a row. That <laughs> motherfucking bitch. That lying bitch. Oh, that lying bitch. Oh. Uh, I just don't want to make a character next... I get attached to because if I want to do something with Dan afterwards, I don't. You could. But then I'd be attached to that other character. But I'm just. Yeah, but then you can you can use Dan for something else. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to. Pl- I wouldn't be playing him though. I'd be subversively playing him. Oh, wow, it's just. Oh, I'm so upset, Fran. <laughs> I'm so upset. Yeah, Rob. Rob asked me for feedback. I was like, it was awesome. I was like, but Bob is still like super depressed that his guy just like it's amazing, so but it sucks so bad. I was like, I was like, he thinks it's great, but he's also just really sad because now that character he really loved is gone. Oh, I even <laughs> bought a character. Yeah. Oh, it's. I'm not happy. Well, the cool thing about it though is that like his your character isn't dead. No. So you could always use him for a different campaign or whatever. Like it doesn't. But you he's don't not get it. Gone. I don't forever. play games like that. I don't play it as in the character lives on. I would just make him in a new game. No big deal on that. I don't give a shit. Like oh he was this. Like no, nah, it'd probably start from jump again. But no, I think it'd uh... be cool that way because then he'd have he'd have an even like better backstory because now. Not only was he almost used as a fucking sacrifice, but then he was accused of rape and sent to five months hard fucking time. For a crime he didn't commit. Oh. Exactly. Could you imagine how awesome of a character to play that would be? Oh, 
I'm still upset, Fred. Uh, you know what? Screw it. Cold opens over. Hello, welcome to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Fran. <laughs> That's Bob. Bob is depressed, guys. He's mourning the loss of Dan, oh, his poor Dan. favorite Dan, telekinetic Dan, he was my man. character. Okay, so get this. We finally started playing our uh, Pathfinder game, and it turned out pretty good. Amazing things mm-hmm. happened. It was, uh, if you played Path- Pathfinder, it is actually the introductory uh, quest line. You know, goblins attack this town during a festival. Yep, yep, yep. In one encounter, Fran gets knocked by a fucking critical by- with a fucking firework and gets a- Wait, real quick real quick i'm a six seven ah. 225 pound orc all right and i get fucking critted by a goddamn firework that gets launched <laughs> in my face launched in my orcish face and knocks me unconscious for two motherfucking days how does that bullshit even happen but they were able to heal you and it, you're only out for the night at least there was that that was hilarious Dude. as shit i on oh, the other bullshit. hand as my amazing kineticist danathor one just straight murdered her motherfucker with a meat pie a tasty meat pie then i stabbed her dwarf friend on accident with a spear so he was on my then i killed a few more motherfuckers with tasty cakes then i accidentally hit the said dwarf again in the back of the head with a tasty cake because as a kineticist as a telekinetic you can choose what because if you're like a fire thrower, basically you're you're a goddamn bender from fucking Avatar. <laughs> you can do earth, fire, air, water, or uh, telekinesis. Telekinesis, you pick something up around you that's less than five pounds and chuck it at a motherfucker. For guys, one d <laughs> at level one, it's one d six plus four for me. It's one d six plus one plus your con modifier. Not many things. The first time you see them, have eight hit points. And I kept yeah, rolling sixes. Fuckers die. Murdering these little goblin assholes like throwing tasty ass. Hell, I even did just... six damage to the dwarf. That was rolling a goddamn two. <laughs> so... The dwarf only had twelve fucking health, so that was great. <laughs> it was Bringing my dwarf friend half health. Uh, yeah, so her dwarf, her the dwarfs didn't like me. Her orc absolutely hated me. I got super drunk because I got upset because my dude lived in the town where it happened. He got really upset about some shit that happened. Drank two gallons of mead, and because he's a kineticist whose main stat is constitution, kept that shit down. Kept and, it down. And then some chick shows up all like, uh, hey, I need, uh, we need some rats killed because dad ran the corner store. He's like, we need, there's some big rats in my basement. And... Because I was so obsessed that Dan was so fucking drunk right now, Fran, I didn't know that she was flirting. You didn't realize she was trying to get you to. No, I to thought clean out it was either I actively need rats killed or I'm going to sacrifice you in the basement. But since Dan was drunk as fuck, all he heard was hot pretty lady wants him to clean her downstairs place. <laughs> so of course he goes there, of course. <sighs> and of course. It's not what you assume. Apparently, she really did want to get down with him. So mid-getting down, her dad shows up. She shrieks. Says I, he assaulted her. Accuses him of rape. Yep. Even though... Hands up, don't shoot! <laughs> hands up, don't Big shoot! Big fucking trial. Two goddamn 25 bluff checks from this bitch. And yes, I use that in the straight bitch. pejorative. 
Oh, this is the one time in my life I've ever used that as a literal pejorative. Just, oh, God. That evil, evil motherfucker. And as if to make matters worse. So not only, you know, did they have the whole rape thing going on, but his character throughout the whole campaign up until that point had been snarky. Oh, he is just, oh. Had been been saying, like, shit like, I got your back. Whenever, yeah, I I called that dwarf as a character witness in the trial. And I was like. And then, like, brought up, like, when I hit the fucking, hit him in the back of the head on accident, I was trying to bluff the goblin, saying, like, I got your back, goblin, bro. That came up. So, so everything, everything. Had, like, slowly, just slowly throughout the whole oh, game, God, just full, building up this repertoire as a total Like an Agatha back. Christie novel. Everything just unraveled beautifully. And he got five months hard labor. Yep. And there is no way of getting out. Literally, he's gone for five months. I am so and devastated. Now, I absolutely love that how it happened. It is the most... And this is the greatest thing about character knowledge, player knowledge. I know I talk about it a lot, but what happened? every When I was going down to that basement, Fran, was I looking happy? Like, oh yeah, he's going to get laid. The entire no. time, my head was down. I was like, he's so going to fucking die. We thought it was going to be an ambush. I thought he was We're going to die, like, oh, but it's what he would have done. I was yep. assured he was not going to make it out of there alive to the point to where there was a wall full of amazing booze. And I even had to say, yeah, he'd leave his back to her and stare at that wall. And whereas yeah, he was kind of like, booze. man, you're you're just completely ignoring this hot chick who's wanting to get down. But in my head, the way that look he gave him was all like, you're going to get yourself killed now. And I yeah. thought he was. I was assured Dan was going to die the whole time. Oh, it, it hurts so bad, but fucking hell, it was so beautiful. The way he told the story, the way I ran, screaming to my own fucking incarceration, I am just so upset I have to create a new character. Yeah, it was just so ridiculous oh, and perfect. It's, it's not right, it's Fran. Oh, you know the worst part? The, the absolute worst part? Okay, we're going to give an unsolicited advertisement here, Fran. Here is the worst part. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, Fran told me about Hero Forge. Mm-hmm. Amazing mm-hmm. site. You build your own fucking D&D miniature. Seriously, guys, go look it up. This is officially, unofficially, me endorsing this fucking site. It is it's pretty fucking amazing. Good. It is absolutely balls-ass amazing. You can get normal-sized miniatures. You can get big miniatures. You can get fuck-off big miniatures, and I'm really glad I didn't get a fuck-off big miniature of him. Fuck. (laughs) You can get a a solid steel one. You can get a bronze one. It's fucking great. They have so many good ones. And not all that badly priced, including shipping. Mm -hmm. I paid 20 bucks. Maybe, of course, it's probably a little more because, you know, you got to But it was, they're like 15 bucks and then shipping. And even though it said it wasn't going to get it till August 28th, I got it at the beginning of August. It only took about a month for me to get it. Not bad for a custom order place. It's like super awesome too because it, it gets so like detailed. With like oh yeah, it's a it's a three D render a three D modeling modeler. You kind of build your model with all the presets and then they just three D print it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty fucking great. So I bought one for Dan for Danathor. Yeah. Oh, I even had a voice for him, guys. My dear viewers, I had a voice for him, and I even posted it on Tumblr at one point. It's (sighs) if you want to dig it up, it's it's Cheese Doodle Surprise or some shit like that on Tumblr. It's 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 oh my god, guys! I am 
So I'm so distraught. I called you guys and not dear viewers. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, now I have sitting up here my miniature for Dan. <laughs> Motherfuckers. It's okay. Like I said earlier, he's not dead. You can always use him for something else later. Yeah. Don't. But he'll be so much different now. I liked who he was. He is going to change. I'm going. He would. He would change. He would absolutely positively change just because of the circumstance himself. Oh, it's yeah, because he legitimately was gonna fucking uh, attack the because the the dad was all like, "You're coming up with me, and we're putting you in manacles." Until the sheriff is like, "I will come up with you." But yeah, if he would have tried to put manacles on him, I would have killed him, friend. Yeah, I he would have legit killed her dad in the middle of his basement. Oh, I am. I just love. I just, I, like I said, I just can't believe how fucking in, in depth this oh, all got so crazy. It was seriously, it full, it was like, it was like the parlor scene in an Agatha Christie novel. It was like, what, if you smash that together with the Al Brooks movie, Defend Your Life. Wait, wait was it Defend Your Life? Let me look that up. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Al Brooks, Al Brooks, Defend Your Life. Yeah, Defending Your Life, I apologize. That was a good fucking movie. You ought to watch it sometime, it's cool. But uh, it's basically the story <clears throat> when you die, you ba uh, you know the whole uh, the whole Egyptian thing where your sins are weighed up against a a, a, a feather. Oh, yeah. It's sort of like that, except when you die, you have to plead a case for your uh, what you did during your life in a court, and they weigh mm -hmm. all the good and bad to see whether or not you go to heaven or hell. And it's yeah. it's all about Al Brooks, who thought he was a great guy. His entire life. But really, he was just the most scared, sad piece of shit who never did anything with his life because he was so scared of consequences. And on the other side, you have... Is it Meryl Streep in there? I think that's Meryl Streep, yeah. Who's just this amazing, kind person who he thought he was amazing, kind, until he sees her. And, he, oh, it's... The ending is so good. Even though everything's kind of telegraphed, it's such a good movie, Fran. It's... Because the one thing good Al Brooks is good at is being a kind of a piece of shit who doesn't know he's a piece of shit. He's really great at it, and he is amazing in this movie as it. I love it. And it gets absolutely no recognition. I think the only time I've seen anybody talk about it, I think there was a Cracked article about it a long fucking time ago. <laughs> so, Fran, how have you been? What, have, what has been happening? Oh, well, you know... I guess I should probably let the dear viewers know one of the reasons why we haven't had a chance to uh, put up one of these kinds of episodes is because I have been, you know, going from doctor appointment to fucking doctor appointment to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me only to find out I'm allergic to all of the cute furry animals in my fucking house. <sighs> Pretty sad story. Yeah, that's, that is fucked up. It is what it is, though. And what it is is suck. It does. It sucks a lot. But I guess it could be worse. Yeah. Could be so, deathly allergic to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that would be fucking awful. Oh, Vinny would be devastated. He would never leave me. I would I would I would put up with it. Yeah. Vinny boy. That's my boy. Vinny is her okay. husky. He is all white. It's not an albino, right? It's just he's not albino. Yeah, he's 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 pure albino. Oh, the... oh he is albino. Yeah. Okay, I just thought he was a white husky. Nah. Wow. Tim's albino. 
He is adorable. When he freaks out, when he gets all happy, I love when he sees me. He's like, ah, 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 ah. like, ah. Oh. He does. You, you're one of the only people he gets that excited well, cause about. Because he's awesome. He's like, oh my god, Bob's yeah. Loses his shit. Because <laughs> every time we had like an anime night, he, I was just like, Vinny, 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 Vinny. Like that bitch was laying on my lap, all Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Yeah, Husky has a lap dog. That's fun. Yep, that's a uh, 65 pound lap yep. dog. I don't give a shit. He's awesome. He's so cute. He's worth it. Oh god. So yeah, we've been we've been having to deal with that. And yeah, on my so end, I apologize. I've sadly had a bit of not care because I fell into the hole again, Fran. A hole? Yeah. How Ming K was wanting to play up some I some wow. I've oh, been kind no. of writing about it. I need to. I have it all. I have like three thousand words already. I need to trim it down into cohesion. About, like, huh. what's going on, but... Okay, here's the thing about WoW, Fran. About its new system. One, mm. I think you wouldn't hate it if you tried making a Death Knight. Or uh, one of the uh, one of the Demon Hunters. They're not a bad class. I I kind of want to convince you to play with us when it starts. But when we start... I'm going to have... Try and do the Legion shit with him. I, I'm, like, so burnt out on, on League, though. I'm, uh, on WoW, yeah. I get On WoW, I... If it wasn't for the fact that me and Kay wanted to play, I wouldn't have started up either. But, uh, well, I would I wanted to start up, but I wanted a lot of people. But uh, they done some dumb shit with it, Fran. Some dumb shit. When I loaded in, finally, the first time, after a long absence, I'm sitting here trying to find out uh, where the fuck do I get rid of my helmet. Every menu I am scouring through is like, why is my helmet on here? I need to get rid of it. And I'm thinking I'm a fucking idiot because I can't find it. Like, it's always so goddamn simple. It's display. It's right there. Why the fuck can't I see this? And after two hours, Fran, two fucking hours of trying to find it, I finally decide to check online. I say, fuck it. I Google it. It's a good thing I did because now there is a vendor you have to go to to get it done. Wait, to... Yeah. The transmogrification, like, they have a thing to where you can make clothes look different. Yeah. You have to go to him, and you can remove your shoulders, your helmet, and your back back thingy. What the fuck? Why the fuck would you take something so simple and latch it on to an NPC that's hard to find? That is... What the fuck? And it's not all of them. It's only your current helmet. So if you're leveling up and you find a better helmet... You're fucked. You have to go back to Stormwind. It is so unnecessarily stupid. It is rock dumb. It makes absolutely no sense. I can understand it, sort of, if you're going for this world-building thing to where, oh, yeah, everybody, uh, like, you have to go to a specific person to make it disappear. If it wasn't for one, the fact that it was in, in the game since I started playing it may not have been a vanilla, but it sure as fuck was midway through Burning Crusade. Yeah. And two, this giving you a sense of uh, connection to the world doesn't really mean shit when you're a level uh, 40 character running around on a nether drake. Because now your mounts are account bound. You just need to get it on one of your characters. And then it's all your characters can Yeah, have them, which or? is great because I absolutely love getting my nether drake because holy shit that was a slog and a half for quests but 
I wouldn't want to do it again. Like, no, I wouldn't want to do it to get all of my characters the mounts. So it's... Now, if you're one of those jackasses okay. who wants every last one of them, sure, by all means, go for it, Bane. Uh, so real, real quick then, um, as someone who hasn't played in a long time, what, what, how, how would I come back to find my account? What do you mean, how to find it? Like, would it... Um, like, would I still have all this... Uh, like all my mounts yes. stuff that I had previously. Yes, or? and what happens is they're not uh, they're not the way they were. I uh, what you do is the there's a there's a big uh, call it a flavor tab. All right, were you when you played? Did were there heirloom items? Because I know those started up. Yes. Okay, now there's one big tab. It's got your pets. Huh. It's got your mounts. It's got your toys. There's all kinds of little fun little toys you can get in the game. That do stupid shit, and yeah, like I like you'd always find flavor items like that did weird things, like summoned a a thing to follow you, and later on they transform you into things, things like that. You know, like you're crashing, thrashing robots and shit like that. I because I know those robots were around when you were playing, but I then there's also a tab on there for your heirloom items because heirloom items are now located in there, so. Basically, in this big multi-tab is shit everybody has access to on your account. Every last one of your mounts are found here, and every last one of your heirlooms. So all you have to do, if you make a new character and you want an heirloom, click the fucking button. You no longer have to transfer them from one character to another, which was a fucking hassle and a slog. So yeah, they have these weird little things where they do things like that, that will break the immersion of the game, and then they tie taking off your fucking helmet to a goddamn NPC. It makes no fucking sense, Fran. Oh, it's so stupid. But at the same time, I'm an addicted piece of shit, and I'm just having fun just running around. Like, the Draenor story was not bad at all. And uh, as someone who, because I'm just a lore bitch, that's why I'm wanting to play it for Legion. I'm a giant lore bitch. And then I... Oh, I've been doing the old raids. Soloing them, but, you know. Soloing them? Well, yeah, because you can basically... They say they changed it to where you don't have to be in a group anymore for the any, any raid after the last expansion. Well, one expansion back. So right now, Mist of Pandaria and Warlords, you have to be in a group for the raids. But anything else, nada. I have cleared out all of the Cataclysm raids. Did I do all of them? Oh, I nearly got... The only thing I'm ha- I had trouble on, two of them, okay? One was Karazhan because I sucked at the chest thing. And two was uh, Uldwar. Is it Uldwar? Yeah, Uldwar in fucking Wrath of the Lich King where Yogg-Saron was. Mm-hmm. And that's just because... I'm using a fucking mage, and there's a big dude that shits on things that don't have the the flame leviathan, which, ironically enough, was one of the first raid bosses I killed in the actual game, (laughs) because I never really played raid, and I actually got into the raid for that as my hunter. So I've actually killed this guy before, but I can't get past him on a a 25-man raid solo yet, just because I'm like, what the fuck? Maybe I should use my death, my demon hunter instead of my goddamn squishy ass mage. <laughs> oh well, I love my mage. I fucking love it. <clears throat> I hate the fact that I. I don't, oh what? I don't know if I'm ever gonna get back into WoW. I just, 
Like I said, I just got so burnt out on it. and I, I, I had know. the most fun playing with Mink Cave. Really just... And I noticed something really cool, too. Every mm -hmm. time I was... I, when me and him were leveling up... Oh, we had a bad time doing it to start out for some reason. I don't know how. But a second instance of the game opened up on me, so it kept running havoc. It made it oh, to shit. where all this, all the tutorial pop-ups would never go away. It kept telling me how to fucking move WASD, and I'm like, motherfucker, I know how to move a goddamn character. No matter how many times I removed it, it kept popping up, and I was just like, getting hey, super hey. pissed off. Every time I clicked somewhere, it would drop the screen. I was like, fuck it, I'm closing it, I'm reopening it, I'm trying. Finally get it up and running, and I'm the whole time I'm talking, I'm playing with me and Kay, I'm all like, oh yeah, hey, I remember how this story goes. This this used to go like that, it used to go like this, and in the end, what was it, Duskwood? I fucking love the story to Duskwood. You know, the little dark place underneath uh, Stormwind. Because yeah. the story of this is so cool. Because the Worgen, like, these, like, dark riders just from came from Karazhan out of nowhere one day and just wreaked havoc on shit. And either they buried it or they dropped it. I can't remember. And it was believed to be, like, the scythe of a loon or something similar so, all these wargans started showing up trying to find it. And, you know, when you're playing the game before the worgen curse is, announced, is uh, brought up, is explained, you have no fucking clue what's going on. And then you, like, then, like, when you find out, you know, the wargans were really just a, a, sec, a sect of druids who kind of got a, a fey-touched weapon that kind of just fucked their minds and had them pass their... Di their powers onto others forcibly and shit like that. It's yeah. really fucking cool because you start understanding the background of it. And so I'm sitting here nerding out the whole time to fucking main K. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember doing this stuff like that. Yeah, I remember this. This is fucking great. And then, and oh, my God, for the thing, for the startup with him, I made a hunter. They brought back oh, Melee no. Hunter. Oh, shit. And they brought it back awesome. Holy oh, shit. Survival so much cooler than it was when originally you were Melee Hunter. Because... <laughs> There's a move that is so broken, it, they will end up nerfing it with the main patch. They have to. Yeah. We're talking as a level... Even though I had no... I was rocking this with no heirloom gear. The only heirloom item I got was the staff itself that I'm using. Was the pole armor I'm using uh, for the character yeah. after I decided to make him a, a melee. Try survival out for a second. Uh, and yeah, it, it wrecks face. It does so much goddamn damage because... There's an ability where both you and your pet attack. There's also an ability called, like it's very, it's it's a type of class to where you're gonna have to understand the class mechanics and get that timing down just right, because yeah. it's all cruxed around this mongoose bite to where you use it, and it can get up to six stacks to where every the next one does so much more damage and so much more damage, but you can only use it three times within a certain span of time. So you got to use it once. Wait till right before it refreshes. Use it a third. Wait till right before it... Because basically, there's a new thing to where... Uh, how everything has a cooldown anyway. Some things have stacks. Like, to where you can use it three times. Alright? You can use it, like, bang, bang, bang. And, you know, they each use recharges its own pace. You know? Yeah. So, basically, you gotta wait till right before it refreshes. Use it again. Wait till right before it refreshes. Use it again, then use it again, and you gotta like time everything just right. It's a fun little class to play, but yeah, it's broken. 
it is overpowered because all you have to do is spam your your main ability. It makes both you and your pet attack. If you don't, if the pet doesn't have aggro, you do more damage. If the pet has aggro, pet does more damage, or vice versa. I can't remember which. But I, uh, yeah, it's busted. It is so busted. It is going to be so busted in dungeons. It is so badly busted. It's beautiful and amazing, but <laughs> broke. But yeah, I'm having a bit of fun on it. So what have you been playing, Fran? Get you uh, into this weird little conversation. <laughs> recently, I've been trying to force myself to start a new Witcher campaign after Brandon lost all of my old campaign, oh. all 80 hours of it, gone. Ow. The only thing that was more devastating than that was when I lost my 160-hour Skyrim. Ooh, okay, yeah. Well, I, I kind of gave up mine because I knew I was getting rid of the PlayStation. I was like, I had so much on that Skyrim, dude. It's It was upsetting. So I've just I've been making myself replay uh, The Witcher because we have all of the DLC now, and I haven't played any of the DLCs, not any of them. Because we lost my game file before we like started getting all of them. So now that we have them all, I figured I might as well make one real quick, catch up as much as I can. And even though I enjoy spending all my time looking at flowers and hunting deer and doing bullshit things, I'll get through the main story part so that I can get to the to the good fun DLC shit. And then I've been playing a lot of No Man's Sky. And uh, I know a lot of people like I've been really disappointed with it because when they first advertised the game, it kind of looked like it was going to be this cool, crazy survival game, and you'd be building shit and all this other stuff, and it turned out not to be. Very much not to be. But, but I'm okay with that, because I like spending hours just staring at random plants and analyzing animals yeah, and so mining it's a, shit. And, so it's a perfect game it, for you. Like, it, it filled yeah, like, your need. Exactly. It's a perfect game for me. I can, I can spend hours just wandering around, looking at shit, going from planet to planet. It's great. I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's really fucking awesome. You see, me, so. I didn't have any reservations on it because I've lived through two black and whites, <laughs> three fables, and spores. I am well used to people saying a game's going to be amazing. It's going to be so innovative. You can do all of these things only to not ever be able to do them. Because the moment I saw No Man's Sky, well, no, not the moment. After they started talking about how everything's procedurally generated, all I could think yeah. of was this shit's going to burn like spores did. Because everybody, uh. everybody <laughs> was stoked for spores. Fucking spores. <laughs> and it felt so similar. And then I started, like, hearing the way he was talking to people about it. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's, he's going to be Peter Molyneux. Oh, it's like Will Wright and Peter Molyneux had a baby, and it became Irish somehow. But yeah, it was, it was not. I knew it was not going to be that good. So when it was delayed, I couldn't care. When it was like went to shit, I couldn't care. The only thing I can care about is, man, I fucking hate the uh, the consumers of game media nowadays. They're fucking horrible yeah. people. <laughs> Someone so, uh, someone breaks a story that No Man's Sky is going to be delayed. This motherfucker needs to get fired. Somebody needs to like do this. Needs to get fired. Someone find dirt on him. He's gonna he's gonna lose his job because he's a piece of shit. This lying fucking piece of shit. I want to cut his throat. 
It's just a fucking game, bro. It's just a lane. <laughs> if fucking even the guy who made No Man's Sky they were threatening was like, hey, bro, you kill him, he's not going to be able to put the game out. That's like, that's a, like what? A, it's a 10-person studio, so guess what? You just decimated, by definition, by the definition of the word, decimated his studios. Yeah. Decimated means reduced it's... by one tenth. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, it's so I'm just kind of, kind of embarrassed. I'm kind of glad. No matter how much I love games, I, I can't be asked to give a fuck about game culture anymore. I really can't. I love the <laughs> fact that I could just like you know what? Nope. Y'all can eat a dick. I'm out. Just hands washed. I'm out. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. You don't have to fucking worry about the using the statement, not all gamers, or I'm not like that. That's great. You don't have to fucking explain anything away. It's just like, oh, yeah, they're pieces of shit. Oh, yeah, gamers are pieces of shit. <laughs> I'm going to fully, absolutely, 100% agree with that. Yep, pieces of shit. Well, yeah, you can be. Fran, would you say you're, you're not a piece of shit? Are you you're trying to tell me that right now? Are you trying to say you're not a piece of shit? Uh... I wouldn't say Remember you are under oath? <laughs> oh, now I got court flashbacks. You court have any idea how many night courts I wanted jokes I wanted to make, but I couldn't because I was so <laughs> fucking shocked at what was oh, let's talk about something else, friend. <laughs> uh, do you know the average size for the D and D character the miniatures are like thirty millimeters, isn't it? Uh about that size. Right, that sounds about right, right? Probably. <laughs> I, that's the first miniature I've ever had, so I don't know. I'm like trying to think. So this whole time that we've been kind of just talking and stuff, I've been <laughs> building my my orc chick on. <laughs> Is Hero that Force. what those smacks have been? You fucking. You're... No, the smacks have been me hitting the table because I'm a clumsy fuck. <laughs> that's like me, like constantly, like ramming my hand onto the <laughs> edge, and I'm just like, why? Why do I do this to myself? Oh goddamn it, Fran! Oh, you know what? This sucks worse. Okay, so. I ended up, uh, oh god, I was wanting to talk about that when it first came out. So, this is how long it's been since we fucking recorded, Fran. Oh god. Alright, I was wanting to speak about it when it happened. Oh god. Around the beginning of the month, I went to see Suicide Squad. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, no, I'm super disappointed in it. Very disappointed. The first five minutes had four different songs. Why? Why? I don't know. That's not, you can have it now. Even... That's what I call music. Suicide Squad. <laughs> Seriously, it's <laughs> an entire new subgenre of the Beats franchise: goth beats. Goth beats. Or douche beats. Because dear God, it was, oh, and it had, it had a couple of potential moments, but, and like the what the first thirty minutes, all like, oh, here's this guy. Oh, here's this guy. Oh, hey, Sheriff Sheriff Hop. Here's this guy. We need to put them on our team. And yeah, I saw that after I watched fucking uh, Stranger Things. I was like, what's Sheriff Hop doing there? <laughs> but, but uh, and yeah, it was like all these people. And then, just out of nowhere, bam, two people at random. This guy, he climbs things. That guy, he has a boomerang. Bye. What? <laughs> Fucking what? Yeah. So the the biggest thing that like upset me. So I I know a lot of people don't agree with this, but I liked the casting. I thought the actors they picked 
we're doing a pretty good they job of like personifying the characters. Yeah. But it just the story is what was lacking. Like especially when you especially when you compare it to Guardians of the Galaxy, which people are gonna probably tear my head off for this, but it's kind of a similar story. Uh, a bunch of no one's gonna... miscreant outlaws banding together to complete okay. a mission Brand. or whatever the fuck. No one's gonna you know? eat and you out. Guardians... No one's gonna eat huh? you out for that comparison. Cause they literally tried making Guardians of the Galaxy. Why the fuck do you think they had so much licensed music in it? They were literally <laughs> trying to make Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But anyways, so in Guardians of the Galaxy, you see the characters don't like each other at the beginning. They don't want to work with each other. They, but they know that they have to fucking do something. And then you see First them fight. For personal and you, safety, and yeah, then for you see them, for a greater you, cause. Exactly. And so then you see them fighting, and you see them disagreeing on things, and you see them being their own characters and all this other shit. They don't become like a like a friend, whatever, until like towards the very end of the movie. And even then, you can still feel that there's some tension behind them, but like, they trust each other. Because you see they're now a build. family at that point. You don't got to yeah, trust you see, your family to care for them. You see them build all that up. In Suicide Squad, there wasn't any of that. In Suicide Squad, it was like, oh, we're all meeting each other for the first time, and they get sent on a mission, and these are my friends. This is my family. Just a bunch of bullshit. In the mission. Oh, my God. It's like, okay, we have this, this covert ops. We're going to send them in when we don't want to send our own people in, when we want deniability. Like, okay, what are we going to do? We're going to send them in with two squads of troops into a city to collect me. What it's, the yeah, fuck? What? They're for, supposed for, to be the hidden people. Why are you sending platoons with them? First off, why would she even be out there in the first place? That's the one that I don't understand. Exa- is why Waller's character would ever purposely put herself in a dangerous position. She's fucking Waller. She's a selfish cunt. Also, like, she knows Batman. She knows Batman knows superheroes. Yeah. Why would you use fucking villains when you could just say, hey, guys, I know you're trying to make a superhero team. Here's a supervillain doing supervillain things. It doesn't need to be covert ops. It's a big fucking city falling apart. Get goddamn well, and, Superman. Well, and see, this, this, is, this is the thing, though, too. Like, I, I don't know, like, how much you ever got into the uh, Suicide Squad or not. I understand the concept. Yeah. Pretty, you know, she's pretty much just using them as a way yeah. to. Yeah, but they're they're disposable soldiers who throw at things. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You're they're wet work. They're they're sitting in for wet work shit. So it's like it, it doesn't surprise me that they were used for this mission or whatever. It's just the way that the way they explained everything, the way they made everything, like it was just dumb. Like they didn't put. But you didn't really need a covert black or off the books black ops team to save a high value target. A high-value government official. You don't yeah. need that. It's a government official who's stuck in a city that's going to shit. Somebody call Aqualad. That's all you <laughs> have to fucking do. Yeah. And also, oh, God, I just completely blanked on what I was going to say because I'm still fucking really for the fact that the whole plot is stupid, but I... Yeah, so, well, okay, so anyway, so that that's one of the biggest things I hated. The whole plot was stupid. The plot was just entirely dumb. Preach. And it, the, the other thing that is bugging me is that I feel like DC is trying really hard to rush everything. Yep. Like they're trying to catch up to Marvel. And they, so bad. And they, they shouldn't. They should, they should just, just do them. Take their time. And, and I've had this discussion with a lot of people and they're like, yeah, well, the superhero movies are going to fade out and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bitch, 
the first superhero movie for Marvel came out like what back in two thousand one. So I mean, no, we're we're no. approaching almost two decades of superhero movies still becoming super popular, and people still paying tons of money to go see them. It's not gonna fade out. If they need to take nine years to tell their story, because that's pretty much I've done the research. That's what Marvel did. It took them nine years to get to the Avengers. Like, oh, if they um, need to take Fran, I thought I was what? right. Nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. Blade. Everybody forgets oh. Blade. Blade was fucking glorious. And here's what happened. DC should take fucking heart because Marvel did everything before and better. You know how they did everything before and better? They they tried capitalizing on the success of something else right away. Daredevil was trying to be Blade until until fucking Spider-Man came out. And it was like, oh, let's make it Spider-Man instead. So they ripped apart the Daredevil movie. Because yeah. it was a, they originally wanted it to be like Blade, and then they saw Spider-Man do good, so they wanted it to be like Spider-Man, and it destroyed that movie. There is actually a director uh, director's cut of that you need to watch, Fran. Huh. It's actually good. Because the whole point of the Kingpin's downfall had nothing to do yeah. with Daredevil. Because there's a subplot about this uh, drug dealer that Matt and Foggy are trying to uh, get on the stand. That drug dealer yeah. is trying to spill the beans about Wilson Fisk. That's why the cops show up at the end of the movie. Has nothing to do with Daredevil. Matt Murdock oh, okay. brought down the kingpin. He was going to go yeah. down no matter what. And it was it was a nice little sub-story. And it doesn't make it a great movie, but it salvages the piece of shit it became. <laughs> it was. It, it, had cha- it had chance. and Not much chance. At best, it could have been a decent movie. But, yeah, like, seriously, just take heart of what happened. Like, you try to make the same movie, you're going to fuck up. Just do your thing. The beauty of DC is because it's not supposed to be cynical. You yeah. look at DC superheroes. The reason Superman was always so great is he isn't supposed to be a mirror to society. He's supposed to be an aspiration. That's what DC Comics usually always well, felt like, an aspiration it, it, of what can be. Depends on, it depends on, A, who's writing them, what storyline you're going off yeah, of, and what character you're Yeah, I know, but we're like. talking about the base, what the, what the character should be. Because some, some characters, like, perfect example is anything that has to do with Gotham City, Batman the Villains, anything, Nightwing, all those guys. That is holding up a mirror to society. All those guys are ordinary people who have fucked up mentalities because bad shit has happened to them, like... But at the same time, it's also about going beyond, uh, getting over it, using what your pain you have to make others' lives better. And because uh, yeah. it's, it's really what Marvel, what really got Marvel popular was the fact that it dealt with the more human element. DC, thought, DC was always about modern gods. Even the, even the men were mm. still modern gods. And with uh, Marvel, it was all about the fallibility of them. And quite frankly, DC needs to take a slant more toward the infallible. Well, but but see, I think that's what made DC DC then, if you want to use that point, is the fact that people were able to enter into a different reality that way. You don't always want to read something because you want it to be relatable. Exactly, that's my point. No, no, that's literally the point I was making. That's why they kind of need to go back to that. You need to stop trying to make everything Batman because I am fucking... (laughs) You have no idea how much I'm sick of everything Batman, Fran. I am just... I love Ben Affleck. And he was a good Bruce Wayne, 
But he, he's a good Bruce Wayne. There was nothing redeemable about that movie, but it was Suicide Squad. I, there is one redeemable thing about Suicide Squad. I had one legitimate laugh in that entire 200-minute fuck fest. <laughs> the end of the movie. It was even in the trailers. There's Harley Quinn sipping some freaking espresso, reading a Harley oh, Quinn novel. Harley, Harley Quinn was reading a Harlequin novel. And that's it. They didn't zoom in on the book. It was just this nice, quiet, just subtle. subdued. And I was laughing my ass off in the theater. I was like, huh, 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 huh. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else can see this. You guys suck ass. Like, oh, no, everybody shit. else was laughing at the stupid forced laugh. Like, huh, that was funny. Huh, that was like, no, it wasn't. This no. movie sucks. No, it wasn't. Hey, that scene with Deadshot on that car, that was actually kind of well shot and well that designed. Was cool. nope, and that's one of the other things, too, about that movie is that, like, the way, like, the action was pretty cool. I liked a lot of the action, but like I said, it's just the story sucked. The lines they were given sucked. Rick Flagg's character's lines were just ridiculous and dumb. Oh, and just, so bad. And his fucking uh, accent made me want to punch somebody. Just... And just and, and and they didn't showcase anyone other than Harley Quinn and Deadshot, and then they had that one moment with Diablo, and that's it. Like, what about fucking Boomerang? Boomerang's a complete and total asshole, but he's fucking smart as balls, dude. Like, he's he's got a lot of technology to back him up with shit. Like, and they the only time he did anything that showed any of that was when he threw his yeah when he threw his fucking uh, remote control batarang. Uh. I was like, cool. Dope, but what about all the other cool shit he has, like explosive boomerangs or like the net ones or all this other cool shit? And I like that people kind of gave him shit for killing off a minority character, just showing a minority character Ugh. just to kill him off. But actually, yeah, that's like, what happened to Slipknot. Still, no, 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 it, no, no, just... no. Their first outing and like the, the normal story, Captain Boomerang convinced him, like, let's just break out, let's do this. They're lying. So Slipknot got fucked. Well, it was actually his arm that got exploded off, not his head. But yeah. that actually happened in keeping to what the original Suicide Squad story was. Is Captain Boomerang convinced the dude to go fucking test the shit, so he went to test the shit and got fucked for it. Yeah. So that at least well, it, I gave him just like an eighth of a credit for. Yeah, but talking of bringing up the subject of like the too many characters, bringing in random characters, whatever... The whole thing with the Joker, like, that was Boring. totally just to get people hyped up. That's all that was for. Ugh. That was just to make people ride the hype train. Because, honestly, they could have shown him once when they explained Harley Quinn's background. And then maybe once again, once she gets put in prison and him saying he's going to get her back. And then they could have gone the whole movie, the whole movie without showing him ever again or bringing him into the movie ever again until the very end. And, no, and it would have been fine. But for whatever reason, they gave him more screen time than he fucking should have had. Oh, God. Actually, they retracted a lot of it, too. But what I found hilarious was everybody was all like, man, the trailers may seem like there was going to be more Joker. I'm glad. Because everything in the trailer of the Joker is just about all you saw of the Joker. Yeah. I did less, not yeah. like him. I didn't, it's not the whole, you know, oh, he looks like that. He looks like a, like a piece of shit gangster. Oh, look at all my tattoos. Oh, I have disturbed. Oh, I'm so edgy. That was retarded as fuck, yes. But <laughs> I, I kind of, I have to agree with the uh, critic that I read once saying that the, the gangster Joker is fun, is always fun. So they yeah. tried doing a modern take of the, of the gangster Joker, which that is a modern take of whatever Hollywood thinks a gangster is. I can kind of yeah, get that, but what the fuck was going on with, the, what was it, Common? It was like, just sitting there in that fucking thing in her flashbacks, so like, 
You're a lucky man. You want to fuck my girlfriend? Hey, do you want to fuck my girlfriend? Like, no, nah, I don't want to have sex with your girlfriend. That's kind of fucked up. She's right there. She's a person, not a property. What the fuck? <laughs> so he gets shot for it. Like, that doesn't show zone. Uh, that doesn't show Joker as being zany and kooky. That's just nonsensical, no. stupid shit to put in a because... movie when they could have spent that time fleshing out more than just three of the characters and every other one's like, oh, Katana's here now. Yeah, that's the other one that bugs me. Like, oh, this is Katana. She'll kill you. And then later she's crying. And they're like, oh, her husband's soul is in that sword. Like, wait, wait, wait to fucking play up a character who's dope as fuck. Yeah. And you guys are just shoving under a goddamn rug. Like, it was bullshit. Ugh. Such bullshit. It, ugh. And then, and then, it just, like, like I said, like, they just, they, they brought in all these characters. If, if they really wanted to have given people a good movie, they could have cut Katana out as much as it sucks. They could have cut her out, introduced her later. They could have cut out more of the Joker scenes, trimmed them down a fuck ton, because it really wasn't all that necessary. It wasn't. I'm sorry. I know that a lot of people are upset if, that I might say that, but it wasn't. It was he didn't vestigial. need to be in this movie. Yeah. Like, he didn't need to be in this fucking movie. It was just, I just, I don't know. He just really didn't. And then, and then if they would have just taken the time to, like, focus more on, like, building the the characters themselves and their repertoire with each other rather than focusing on, oh, this is all the action and this is all the cool stuff that Harley Quinn and Deadshot can do and Diablo can make firing infernos dope. Like, no, like, take the time to flesh out these characters and, and I mean, build heck, it, you know? Introducing Katana. You actually could have done that as she was guarding Waller already. You yeah, could have just said, like, I have someone here, uh, I have someone on hand, but I could use some more help. There you go! That's how you that introduce somebody better. out of fucking nowhere because she was literally in the other scene waiting for you. Yeah. It, oh. Plus, plus one of the other things, too, that really bugged me was that why the fuck would they take Enchantress, an all-powerful god-being from the fucking DC universe and turn into a whining, sniveling, I need help, brother, save me, brother, and then her brother saves her and she gets killed by a, uh, oh, I'm so angry. Dumb. It's so I'm, dumb. I'm working myself up because Enchantress is fucking crazy powerful and crazy amazing, and they wasted her. They wasted everything about her. It just they wasted everything about everyone. They really did. And I, I love the fact when they're showing everybody's deepest things, where Harley is. She just wished to have a normal life, which I kind of like. Yeah. And, I thought that uh, was really cool. You have Diablos, of course, who wants his family back. Of course he yeah. would. Holy shit. Because his own... I, li I, I like the concept of Diablo, how his own hubris fucking just wrecked yeah. his life. And now That's he's trying to do penance everything. as best he can, but he's still not a good person. I yeah. like that. That is how you do a broken character. But what was Deadshot's? He wanted to kill the bat. Not be kill with his, his daughter. Not, not have full custody of her daughter. To have killed the Batman when he showed up. That's it. Well, the way I see that, though, I think I think the whole point of that is just because the Bat's what caused him to be into all these problems. This one problem is what he was. This one. No, issue. no, being forced to be in the Suicide Squad, yeah. being forced to possibly never see his kid again, being forced to possibly die for something he doesn't want to even give two shits about. As someone who's so well put together, realize you fucking kill people. Somebody would have caught you eventually, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's just a simple fact to be like, yep, I gotta kill Batman. Like, man, I'm sorry, yeah. but your heart's deepest desire is to have killed the Batman. Not to have had a very happy life with your daughter. Well, and maybe, maybe, maybe. now that I think about it, maybe the point they're trying to make there is that 
that's you wanted not to kill the Batman because well, also yeah, he they do kind of allude that, a lot to everything he talks about is he's not he's not a well put together person. So I guess it no. could make sense a little bit, but he it, and when when you read a lot of the comics and stuff too, right. he's very self absorbed. Very looking out for himself, very whatever. Like it's, but you also can't bring comics into this. We're talking about that. He's movie fucking, period, you know. So. Well, I'm just saying, like that's, yeah. you know, I mean, it kind of makes sense that that's the vision they would end up but choosing for him. I, I'm gonna have to use my uh, George Lucas argument. It does sound amazing to think that it is because he's so broken that he wouldn't have thought uh, his most happiest being was not, you know, not having to worry about anything and being happy with his daughter. It's killing Batman. That's that would be an amazing character turn. Just very subtle. About that is because he's so broken he can't think about his daughter like that. But you'd also have to admit that the people who wrote this movie had any kind of sense of po- poeticism. You can't. They, I cannot. I cannot. I in think, my heart, I think believe they did. they did that intentionally because it's my George I Lucas argument. I can't believe that because how can you be like a one-shot genius like that? How is the rest because, of the movie a giant piece of fuck then? And you're because, yourself hey, there's, once. when it comes when it comes to a whole movie, there's more than just what you as a director, you as a writer wants. There's what producers want. There's what the company who's paying Shine for you wants. Like it's there's a bunch of shit that goes into it. That's that's one of the reasons why going back to Star Wars real quick, one, two, and three weren't as great because George Lucas had total complete control of everything. He did. Oh my god! Oh my god! Two sides of the same coin. And one. What? It shows both the good and evil of the of the uh, collective. Because you give one too much power, you have you have episode one, two, and three. When he had no yeah. power, you had his best work. And this one, no no control whatsoever over everything. Because there's so much <laughs> rule by committee, and it's yep. a giant walking dumpster fire. Giant dumpster fire. No, it is a walking dumpster fire. <laughs> It's a fucking. It is a bipedal bond. Just poof. Oh, <laughs> it's bad. It is so bad, friend. The movie is so not good. But it was the reason was that totally started was I was like, when I was talking about wow, the saddest part when I went to see that, I yeah. stopped by this uh, shop in the mall and I picked up Tales of Symphonia for sixty dollars, friend. No wait, fifty. Fifty dollars. That is yeah. cheap. Yeah. But I haven't got to play it yet because I've been playing WoW. Oh my god, Bob! Fucking why? Because I'm an addict, Fran. Oh shit! I'm just honestly, it, it's been relaxing. For when, if you have absolutely nothing going on, it's the Skinner. It's a it's a decent enough Skinner box to where you can forget that you are doing nothing. But yeah, it's a. I do need to hook up my GameCube and play it some Symphonia. It's been ages, and oh, this <laughs> game is. I love this game so very much. This game, oh, this game's beautiful. But yeah. Oh shit! Have you played Deus Ex? No. I've been wanting to. I've been thinking about getting it. Cause Human Revolution was great. Although I hate, I kind of hope they, I hope they fixed it. But in Human Revolution, mm-hmm. I loved it to death. But I couldn't get past the first boss. I stopped playing because the way the way the game is set up is you can do whatever you want. You can be a runny gun. You can be a sneaky sneak. You can be whatever. I was a sneaky yeah. sneak who always disabled instead of killed. But the first boss, 
if you put no points into protection and physical shit, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. I fought that dude 20 goddamn times. I could not get him down to half health. So I kind of had to stop playing because I was just fucked. Well, yeah. technically, I what, I found a rocket launcher in one of the levels. So I oh, saved God. a secondary save point right there just in case. So I had to load that one up and play from there. <laughs> but no, I loved, I loved uh, Human Revolution. Yeah. Wait, is that what it's called? Did I just? Yeah, that's the no. It's, yeah, it's, I don't know why I thought I was wrong, but I, uh, yeah, Mankind Divided looks like it'd be kind of fun. Yeah, from everything that I've heard. It also, really no piss filter. Really... What? Uh, there's like always this. They were trying to go for a good techno punk vibe, so everything had this uh, this slight orange yellowish tint to it. Mm -hmm. That was dubbed the piss filter. This one is more natural lighting. Instead of filtered everything, which, yeah, okay, Human Revolution had like it had an aesthetic design to it. All right, it had its design. I completely get that. I kind of like the fact that this one doesn't, so I might end up uh, buying it. But I may just get it from my PlayStation. But then yeah. it means I have to fucking download it because I can't play physical discs. I'm so pissed, <laughs> dude. I bought Tales of Zestelia or Zestela or whatever Zest Zestaria. I can't yeah. play it. I can't fucking oh, play it. It keeps ejecting it before I can save. And it is pissing me off, Fran. <laughs> I'm not a happy person in general. And this ain't helping. You're like, what the fuck? Like, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. And is there anything else you'd want to talk about? Um, I mean, aside from the fact that I'm always miserable at home because my nose won't stop fucking pouring out. Mine's kind of an opposite. It just, it, it clogs and never unclogs. It never unclogs. Yeah. When I was, when I had, uh, cause I'm kind of allergic to cats a bit. Not a lot, but you know, you keep them around me too long. I'm fucked. Yeah. But, uh, mine was always eye based. I couldn't breathe ah. and my eyes were just yep. goop and crust. For, for me, it's they get watery and itchy and it's yeah. fucking painful. And, and then it just gets like cake oh my god opening my eyes every fucking day when i was working when i was living in kentucky my roommates it was horrible it was yeah, so bad and that. the ammonia smell everywhere didn't help none Ugh. uh-uh fuck that oh hell no i would not deal with that shit it's not fucking cats always and i was seriously if i knew about it when i was living there because i was reading an, art, uh, an article uh, a little bit ago about yeah. how to deal with cats who don't shit in the box <laughs> And if I was living there when I read that, I would have done it. What you do, yeah. what you can do, because that was a sign of dominance. Because, you know, they see you <laughs> hiding your poop. So they yeah. kind of like, yep, I was put it there and you had to clean it up. I don't have to bury it because I'm top dog. What you do yeah. is you Why take a you shit think? right where they do. Oh, my God. You establish dominance the way they try. <laughs> And I oh, fucking would have done it, Fran. I would have shit on my own carpeted floor. What the fuck? No, you don't understand how horrible this was. That would have been a logical extreme. That would have been, that would have been perfectly. That would, that would have been fine to do. I probably would have been smart and laid down some like a saran wrap or something. But I still would have <laughs> fucking shit on that floor. 
God. I would have established goddamn dominance the only way their fuck-headed brains would take it. I would have just, like, just brace yourself on that fucking, uh, on the dishwasher and just, just toss out justice. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Justice squat. Oh my god, this fucking imagery, Jesus Christ. You, cat, get me the paper. Watch me shit all You, over don't me. you look away, motherfucker. Watch me. Make, Watch me as I shit make, on your I shit. That. Oh, fuck that. Those poor cats would be scarred for life, man. And, but they would have started shitting in the thing. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. It would have fixed it. It would have fixed the problem. It would have been worth it. And hey, I had time frames down pat. Like, I didn't like being around anybody. I knew every time that my roommates were going to be coming in. I could have timed this out, Red. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. And yes, that, was, that, part, that last bit was literally directed at my old roommate. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Alrighty, so... <laughs> on that touching note... We're going to let you guys go for the day. and I have gotten Fran a mic. She It's it's going to take some while to get the hang of. She does sound a little yeah. distant. But Sorry, guys. you don't hear me on her side. I don't give a shit if she sounds like she's in a wind tunnel. It's going to be easier <laughs> to edit. And now she has emotional uh, blackmail to actually record every week. Yeah, I do. Bob went out of his way to, to give me this thing to borrow. And Fucking I got it a month and a half ago. She just now gets it, though. <laughs> Shit, that's been sitting in my fucking house forever, Fran. Yeah, that's okay, though. But, yeah, we're going to let you all go <laughs> on this weird <laughs> fucking episode. I, oh, <laughs> if you guys want to, I, oh, like, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, guys, remember, let us know what we're doing. Uh, let us, you know, just. Fuck. Cock. <laughs> you having a hard time there, Bobby? Yes. Well, you see, Fran, it's been a while. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, well, uh, just remember, do the iTunes things. Rate, review it, subscribe, please. At the very least, subscribe so that you'll know when these come out. And yes, please. Yeah, please. if you guys rate it, it'll at least let us climb up the charts a bit. And if you ever want to uh, send us topics or things to talk about or anything that's literally a synonym of what I said the first time, apparently, uh, you can send it at our email address is brothersquarrel at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at, uh, at ABQ Podcast, capital A, capital B, capital Q. Capital Q. Uh, we're on Podbay, Podbean. You know what? You should know where podcasts are found. I don't fucking know where they all are. You know where they are. You find a podcast place, we'll be there. If you can't find us there, let us know and we'll get there. Alrighty? So, until next time, we here at A Brother's Quarrel would like to remind you all that no one ever truly wins an argument. Not with that attitude, Bob.